Hello there. Good afternoon. How the F are you? I am hungry. For justice? No, for cheese, if I'm being perfectly honest, but I'm hungry generally. Does that mean that you've been dieting? Yes. That almost seemed like a planned segue. Yeah, I've decided I'm going to do intermittent fasting, which means I eat at around lunchtime. Do... People eat at lunchtime. Yeah. So it's been probably seven hours since I've eaten. And now I'm hungry again. Why are you doing that? Well, it's uh, meant to be a good way of losing weight. So today I ate a chicken. <laughs> a, a whole chicken? Well, a spatchcock chicken, but yeah. What's the difference between a spatchcock chicken and a whole chicken? Um, well, the spatchcock chicken has sort of been desecrated a bit. So you're eating more, but I, just once? Well, I wouldn't say I'm eating more. I ate the chicken, but I had just a bit of lettuce with it. So I'm cutting back big style on carbs and such. So I said I'd go and I'd eat more of that. That's right. I don't know how. To, I wasn't expecting this. I don't know how to deal with this information how long have you been doing it today's my first day of it fuck's sake <laughs> i thought i was feeling sorry for you going oh geez he's hungry he's been on this a day well the thing is Great. i probably won't be as hungry tomorrow or the day after because my body will have gotten used to it you don't get used to that in a day mm, well I, I think the first day is the hardest i think it gets a little bit easier then where did you learn about this, or are you just making this up out of your arse? No, intermittent fasting is a well-established dieting technique, sort of recommended. And my mother was telling me a bit about it, and I was kind of like, right, we'll give this a go. Okay, I mean, it's not sustainable. Well, the thing is, like, okay, today I decided I was going cutting back in carbs, and I was going to do this. But the thing is, you're, you're ab- you've got a window of time, and you're able to eat within this window of time that feels like a big old hunk of horse shit to me like you're able to eat within this time but mm. you can't eat whatever you want okay but yeah you've already said you're trying to avoid carbs so that compensates for that yeah okay i'm just nitpicking that's so like that's so difficult and prohibitive that it almost seems like it's never going to last not just in terms of you, I mean in terms of anyone. But the thing is, what what happens is, because you're intermittently fasting, you trigger ketosis. So your body starts... Um, Killing rabbits. Your body starts burning its own fat. And what about this thing where people will eat two, two or three days a week, and then the other days they're just whole hogging, not fucking eating nothing at all? That's another version of it, of the same, same idea, same thinking. The thing is, is... You become hungry in the evening time and you don't yeah. you don't eat again until the following, uh, I suppose, afternoon in my case. I mean, it, it and it, I was reading up on it and different body types should, you know, have different windows of time where they eat. Me being a fatty. That, the technical term. That window should be quite short. So how, how, how short is your window? 
basically I'm just eating my lunch. Right. And today was the chicken. <laughs> when you say just a whole chicken, it sounds so gluttonous. Yeah, well, it wasn't like it wasn't like a big chicken. It wasn't like a big family chicken. It was one of them chickens you get in Aldi. It was just a small little chicken. Well, I'm not going to ask how you're feeling after it because it's only been a day. So come back to me next week about it and tell me if you're fucking hungry. I will, but that's it. And I'm going to go for a bit of a run after this. Okay, great. And have you have you been since we spoke last? Have you been doing the running? Have you been what What's your story? Uh, well, I was on my holidays from work, so. I did a good bit of cycling. Okay. I did a lot of cycling and a good lot of walking. So I was pleased with that. I came back and I didn't really see it on the scales. But then again, I wasn't dieting. So I kind of went, right, no, this has to stop. So I bought myself a nice tweed suit. And it's slightly too small for me. And If you're going to tell me your goal now is to fit that suit rather than the fucking previous 13 or whatever fucking weeks of trying to lose weight, I'm going to lose it. Well, this is, th- this is the thing. It's a short-term goal and I can go, right, I have this for something that I'm going to do. Not the fucking podcast that you're putting out to people every fucking week. Well, this is just a gauge. It's like, because, uh, you know, it's easier than metrics. I can kind of go, yeah, I can see this starting to fit better or whatever. I took a picture of my belly today as well. So that's because I've kind of, you know, I'm, I'm going for it now. So I said I get a picture of my belly and uh, hopefully I'll be able to compare it. Then uh, I lose a small bit of weight and I'll be able to compare it and it'll give me motivation to keep going. 48 episodes later. <laughs> well, like this is like the midlife that you just had a heart attack and you're realising, oh, now's the time to fucking turn around. I'm kind of pleased with myself. Uh, <laughs> I've, you know, I'm sort of in that mindset now and I'm, I'm, I'm here wearing my running gear ready to go for my run as soon as we're finished here. What's your running gear? Um, well, today, because the weather is quite nice, I've, I've tugs, I have a, a kind of a zippy top because it's got pockets on it and I can stick uh, my phone and stuff into it. Yeah. And keys and whatnot. And a pair of runners. Great. Well, just for the sake of moving on in conversation, I'm very happy for you. And Thank I you. hope this newfound motivation really spurs you on because you've got less than 20 days to actually pull off this half marathon. This coup, you mean? No, 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 no. The half marathon. Oh, yeah. It would be a coup for me to uh, to achieve these goals. Yes. How's your week? Uh, it's grand. I will say, I guess, apologies to people listening because there's definitely the background noise of, of, of children and stuff. I, I mean, I'm recording in a different place uh, this evening. So there's a lot of background noise that I'm getting a bit anxious about having to edit because God knows the screaming and hollering and yelping that we'll have to deal with. So people listening i am sorry if that's still there i'm yeah my week's been fine i'm in kilkenny at the moment uh looking after a doggo it, it, it's an interesting challenge for me now because finding a new running route to do over my lunch times for this week is is going to be a pain in the ballot as the french would say but yeah we'll, we'll get there admittedly you sent me a picture of yourself in the hat 
Yeah, wasn't I rocking it? Yeah, you were. It looked well. I was kind of disappointed, actually. I was, I was hoping you'd look far darkier. Yeah, no, I'll, and it was a big flowery girly hat as well. Mm. I'll put up a picture on the Facebook uh, in the comments under this post, partially so I can bury it a bit and partially so it's easier. But uh, you're looking you're looking well listening. in the picture as well. You're you're looking trim and fit. Thank you very much, sir. I feel I've put on a little I've put on a little bit recently, but uh, I'll take any compliment. Yeah, no, you were looking well in it. I was thinking that and I said I'd hold off and giving you the compliment till we were on the podcast. In other words, you didn't want to give me two compliments. Well, I don't think the hat was so much a compliment as much as... Well, no, you could have said it to me twice that I was looking good. Oh, yeah. No, no, I wouldn't do that. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Like you're, uh, I've heard it said a couple of times now, so I'm, you know, that um, makes me feel good. Speaking of getting into shape, did you hear about Mike Tyson? Doing his comeback. Well, we spoke about the comeback already, I believe, on a recent um, a recent episode. But I... have you seen what he was doing over the weekend? No, I was, yeah. He was fighting sharks. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, he opened up, um, I don't know why it's a thing, but he opened up Discovery Channel's Shark Week. Like, other animals, as far as, far as I'm aware, don't get... A week, but because we've got this morbid fascination, sharks just seem to have their own week. And Tyson opened up this by trying to incapacitate sharks. That's bizarre. Yeah. Now, it's... To be honest, it's more pathetic than it is impressive, I'll be honest. Because the way, like, newspaper headlines are are bidding this is, um, oh, Tyson knocks out shark on run-up to, you know training in his new match and stuff uh, first of all it's not boxing training at all i i think that it's just mental that that they're they're posing it that way but basically what he was doing is certain sharks if you rub their nose in a certain way they'll kind of become docile so what happened was they had a bunch of professional divers and shark handlers i guess took tyson down they found a little school of sharks and they were trying to get him to grab for him and just boop their nose and give him a bit of a hug. And it, what, what like blew my mind about it is, is when I heard sharks, I was like, oh, fuck, what's this mad bastard doing now? He's like twice the size of the fucking shark. They're called lemon sharks. And they're generally, they'd be about the size of, they'd be smaller than a sea lion. Maybe size of a seal. No, sorry, the other way around. Size of a seal, smaller than a sea lion, way smaller than a seal. I don't know why seals are a metric in my mind. That is a weird metric to use. It's like putting a banana next to something and saying there. Which, I'm in some group and they do that. Oh, it's things I found in walls. I'm in a group for things I found in walls. And they they use bananas as a metric. That's extremely unusual. Is it like a geocaching page? No, it's um, it's just this, this page where for people who found things. In a wall? Uh, well, usually it, it, it they're sort of a bit lenient on the in a wall part. But it started out for people who found things in a wall. Now it's just people who found interesting stuff. You must add me to that. That's kind of fucking weird. Like, uh, is the stuff that you find in a shop, does it have to be in the wild? Uh, no, like, I mean, what it is, is, say, you're doing a bit of renovating. You pull out, uh, you decide to pull out a a doorway and you find oh somebody's left 
loads of beer cans from the 1950s there. And you're like, ah, 50s beer cans. And then you'll post it. Oh, yeah, okay, that sounds kind of cool. I think I'd like that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, some of them are quite interesting. Some of them are a bit daft. Like one fella today, I think he found a found some kind of bomb or something. Some It's cool when they find guns as well. Jesus Christ, where did he live? I think France. Huh. But it's, yeah, you, you did see some amazing stuff and, you, and then you see some crap. I'm also quite fascinated this week in uranium glass. Glassware made from uranium, which was kind of a thing. And it's kind of, it, it's basically, it looks like your water for crystal, but it glows in the dark. Why are you so horny for uranium glass this week? Just kind of fascinated by it. And there was like ads for it. And they were kind of just going back to when, I don't know, the 20s or something. And there was ads. Is it not extremely bad for you? Like, didn't Marie Curie spend a lot of time around radiated material and she basically got fuckered because of it? Yeah. Like, I don't, I think it's kind of marginal enough when you're dealing with uranium glass. But uh, they don't recommend maybe drinking from it or something. But um, then why would you have... Just for looking at, like, it's class. But anyway... Oh, no, I wouldn't be doing that. There was an ad for it in, from the 20s, and it was, like, um, kind of basically how good radiation is for your health and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, my, this is my new fascination. You can get radiation or uranium jewellery and everything. Why would you bother? Like, take... Do an old Google. Take a look at it yourself and... Tell me, uranium glass is not really cool. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll open them up. I, I will have to apologise again because there are children literally outside my house screaming. And for anyone who I don't clarify that for, I'm I'm. they're going to put me on some kind of a list. Uranium glass. Oh, no, I don't like that. It is kind of class, though, isn't it? No, I know, I know, I don't like that. Uh, and again, if you're listening, just stick uranium glass into into the Google. It's not even a nice green. Like, it's very much a radioactive... It's exactly the kind of green you'd expect, but yeah. no. I mean, it it's cool cool that exists. Bad bad luck. I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, quite, uh, I'm quite impressed with this. So is it safe to assume that you've gone off and bought some uranium glass? I haven't gone off and bought some uranium glass. I was kind of fascinated on it, but I don't know where I would put my uranium glass if I were to buy it. Right. I'm going to go to eBay, read some uranium glass things, and I want you to guess the price. Okay. Okay. We've got hits straight away. Oh, hell yes. The first one we've got is... Simple little uh, vintage green uranium Vaseline glass pedestal candy bowl. Most of the items I sell are purchased at shops, garages, sales, estate sales. Unless stated new, they are pre-owned. That's... Alright, Jeannie, that's not very good context for this. You're not a very good saleswoman, Jeannie. But, okay, so what we've got is just a little candy bowl, but it's definitely... Okay, a little candy bowl. Definitely got some uranium in there. How much are you going to pay for this? Is it on auction and how long is left on the auction? You've got three days, 23 hours. Okay. Very so good condition with no chips or cracks. Okay, I'd say it's cheap because there's still three days left on us. So I'm going to say $30. It's half of that. It's sixteen ninety five, but shipping is twenty four fifty, which, Jeannie, 
No, thank you. Okay, now here is one antique vintage green depression Vaseline uranium glass citrus juicer, six inch. So this will actually have a function that it will um, give you lemonade that will definitely give you cancer. This listing is for a, degree, a green depression glass reamer that measures six inches across. It is in excellent condition with no chips or cracks. There are some lines in the middle section, but they are not cracks. Just a normal result that happens in glass making. Really trying to push this point here. Please ask any questions you have. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, no, no one is talking about the fact that this is fucking radiated. Which blows my being completely. So what we've got is genuine vintage from the Depression era uh, handheld juicer. I'm going to say $25 reduce. Nope, I'll give you one more. Higher low. High. 60. Like what's, what's the, yes, with another 60 for shipping. What the fuck oh. are these people? Maybe there's a special tax for shipping uranium, to be fair. There's loads of people who collect this stuff. I'm on a uranium glassware page on Facebook and you can see people sharing their collections. They're just like big glow in the dark for compression. <laughs> okay, I've got this last one for you now and this is, the, I'm actually really excited about this. So I hope there's some good flavor texts that I can actually, no, there's not really. So this one, I'm actually going to encourage you to buy because as uranium uh, paraphernalia goes, this is fantastic. This is a Vaseline uranium gold plated rosary crucifix. Gold plated. Oh, that that's expensive. 120. I'll give you three guesses. That's 120. There's no high low. Lower. Oh, 50. Lower. 12. It's 8 euros 50 for this gold plated glass uranium rosary. It does look as horrific as it sounds. What it looks like is um, a mid 1940s visual reference that I'm not willing to make on a podcast. Right. It, it's absolutely horrifying and you need to have it. I, I do very much like this uranium glassware. So I might just have to go look that up. No, it, it's $20 for shipping from the US. But I mean, overall, that still brings you to under 30 quid for... I, I have to push again. Uranium rosary beads. Gold plated. So the beads are all <laughs> like the brightest neon you've ever seen. And you've just got a little gold crucifix. Class. You've, you've got four days left to go. So I imagine... In a bid system, this is going to go up quite a bit because it's just so unusual. What, what's even... Oh, they've even put up radiation ranger alert. They've got a picture of it beside a, a radiation machine. And it's 1517 CPM. I don't know what that is from your references of being in the groups. You know what that is? No. You you wouldn't be putting, putting it in your front pants pocket anyway, for sure. I wouldn't know. <laughs> Cheap form of contraception. Do, do these do damage to humans? Uh, not really, but like, there's a bit of distrust of them nonetheless. I mean, I wouldn't go around licking them. What I can't... It's played in 18 karat gold. Mm, mad. The fact that it has to say it was tested underneath the Geiger counter is just fucking insane. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Better game. Give me, give me a product. Butter churn. Very on brand. Nope. You cannot yeah. get a butter churn. Ooh, uh, decanter. Hold on. I'm searching if... 
No, no uranium butt plugs, but wow, I wish I didn't put that into eBay. <laughs> oh, yeah. It... Fuck it. Imagine sticking one. No. No, Adam. <laughs> yeah, my um, my Facebook ads are going to be a little wacky for the next while. Yeah, okay. What, you, what we can get you is a glass decanter stopper. I assume the fucking bottle is broken. That's we've got one for forty six ninety nine that actually looks like a sapphire. It's pretty pretty baller. Ah yes, okay. There are decanters up there. I don't think you should be offering someone cocktails out of your uranium decanters. Though I'll be honest. Give me one more product. Oh tiara, uranium glass tiara. Do you know what? It's all like homeware. A lot of homeware in that jam. No, again no tiara. No tiara. Like. Although, you know what, though? I'm seeing blue uranium ones here that look very like bows that my mother had when I was a child. But, I mean, they don't glow in the dark. They're just blue glass. It's, yeah, this is probably not very thrilling podcast listening. But it's, yeah, okay. I'm going to send you the link for that crucifix, and I think you need that in your life. Like, even as a stage prop. I will. (laughs) Even as a stage prop, going, going around with your little book in your hand and fucking radiated rosary beads hanging out of it would be impeccable <laughs> that's kind of bad oh i'm it. so hungry adam you fit you wasting away no <laughs> let, suck it up you're, you're you're on a you're on a fast this is this is self-inflicted and from what i can tell this is this is more effort than you've put in in terms of diet so far so man up and kick its ass why don't you just go lick things yeah i'm gonna go for this run now how far are you going to run? I'm so hungry. Uh, I'm going to try for 10, 10k. Great. I did eight last week and I was delighted, proud of myself. Which it was actually, mm. I was doubly proud of myself because I'd stayed up until almost six o'clock in the morning the night before drinking with Rory. So the fact that I was able to get up then oh, and shit wow. all sleep and go and have an 8k run and then go in and for a walk around the town, I was very proud of myself. That's industrial. There's nothing worse than the sun coming up before you've gone to bed it's just like oh bollocks yeah it's happened again unless you're um, planning on uh, doing like a doing a Stephen and Dara Fitz special the next day <laughs> yeah they were fun actually though those those many day benders well what got me is um, just just for context for the listeners you you came to me one day and said do you know what's really good is day drinking and I was like I'm a second year in college I don't know what that is like why are you introducing this to me as a concept and you were basically just like yeah we just I went you can you can tell the story well yeah it was just I was after finishing my PhD and I'd been out with Dara and I got up the following morning and Dara was like cans and I'd never really been a day drinker never woke up and gone cans before and i was quite intrigued by the novelty you know you'd be asleep again the following day then by about five be grand what what i loved about it is just how uh novel it 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 Mm. seemed like a whole new world had been opened up to you and it was it was not that you were doing the day drinking it was just the the childlike glee that you you brought towards it yeah no lots of fun missed era yeah God rest him. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with your run this evening. Thank you.
and uh, maybe stick up your times if you're if you're happy with it and proud with how it went oh it'll be awful slow but i'd be just happy if i do the 10k nice one if you're listening to this drop over to our facebook page and i'll have put up um a picture of me in a nice floral hat and i guess i'll also you know you know what i want to do because i kind of want to fuck you a bit Stephen. i'm going to put up the link underneath this also for the the rosary beads so do feel free to bid against Stephen and really make him make his wallet feel the pain of that uranium <laughs> and just watch me bow out while leaving somebody else to take the uranium beads <laughs> <laughs> well people do you, see people are getting shipments of weird seeds online what makes them weird they didn't order them oh yeah yeah like there's a load of people who are, are receiving packages uh completely unwarranted from from chinese de- delivery addresses of what looked to be akin to sunflower seeds but, but what pro- what you know probably are but aren't verified as because the government in america have issued a warning please don't plant these mystery seeds hmm. like the the most prominent theory is that this is actually a common practice from sites like wish who they will basically just pick a random address and ship out a product and then because that product has gone out they'll write their own review so product reviews are actually going up and they're associated with sales which will then drive sales uh, from from actual real people but because the cost of shipping and the product itself is so low it's just part of marketing budget oh that sounds that sounds too elaborate i'm not buying it not buying that at all you don't have to, it'll just come to your house. I was reading there during the week about a postman posting stuff to themselves. They'd post stuff to somebody on their route, and when it would arrive, you know, something illicit, and when it would yeah. arrive, they would uh, just take it themselves then, so that they wouldn't get caught. Wow, that's a big risk now if they're not the one delivering it that day. But if if it happens that way, it probably just get delivered and then somebody's like, oh, what am I doing with these seeds? That's fantastic. So there you go. I've solved the mystery of the seeds. There's just tons of shady postmen who really have a, a green thumb that's nothing to do with their uranium glassware. That's more almost more elaborate than what I've outlined now, to be fair. Yeah, but it's the truth. Well, see, can we find a man on the inside? Okay, uh, speaking of a uh, man on the inside, go out and get some fresh air. Have a good evening, Adam. See you later, Steve. <laughs>